spin. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Dadabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. Of course, we're going to talk about episode four of Andor, which dropped last week, but we're talking about it on Monday because we can get together on Monday. We've had lots of time to digest and watch it. Uh, did you watch it more than once, Kenton? I've only watched it once. How about you? I watched it more than once. I quite liked it. It's been my fav- favorite episode yet. Oh, me too. Me too. It's uh, very, very good. It is my favorite episode, and they're renaming the show Clem. <laughs> I want to see that logo. I want to see that. that, that yes, that would be awesome. It's a, it's like the it's like the funniest name they could possibly give them using a Star Wars name. It's a so random, such a random name, yeah. and it probably means somebody something to somebody yeah. there, you know. But it's like, Must. yeah, just Clem cracked me up every time. I and and even and even they can't keep it straight on the show, where it's like and Clem, I mean, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the funny thing about Star Wars names is that it's either like so weird that yeah. you you know never recognize it before, or it's Luke or Clem or like Clem Ben or like you know they're, they're just plain names. That's yeah. you know, the way, or or it's Andor or you know I guess Leia could be a well Leia's pretty simple too I guess, but that kind of bridges the gap a little bit. Yeah, like normal names versus crazy names. Yeah, um, and. Um, Elan Slees Baganano, <laughs> or whatever. I always get his last name wrong, but uh, this, mm. you know, that's another. You could also have a name in Star Wars that's based on how what people think of you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Are there any other instances of that? Mm. I don't think. There, there has to be. <laughs> there maybe. has to be one. All right. Well, maybe somebody can help us out with yeah. that. But uh, let's talk about the episode now. One thing I noticed that now I want to tell you that I came out of watching three episodes of The Bear oh, in a yeah. row. Before going into this episode. That makes it better, doesn't it? <laughs> it, does. it makes it, does. it better. Because of the actor yeah. who's in it. Uh, that, oh. I don't know his name, of course, because I never know the names. But the actor who plays Cousin Richie in The Bear uh, is is one of these members of this uh, this group that he's now joined, that Andor has now joined. So he comes to this planet now. He's been brought there by um, – sorry, I should be recapping this. He's been brought there by uh, a Stellan Skarsgård, right? So We're just um, going to call him Stellan Skarsgård from now well, on. Well, we'll get his character name eventually. I think that usually comes with a couple episodes. So he, and by the yet. way, that character – is one of my favorite Star Wars characters now. What the hell? Why is he so great? Well, he does Why all this. Why is he this, so awesome? Yeah, like we get to see him kind of go back to, we see Coruscant. That was so oh. cool to see Coruscant again and see that, like, this is the, what people are living, like, on Coruscant. And he, like, he puts on, like, a costume. <laughs> yes. It's like he's a fake personality and he's, like, practicing in the mirror, smiling and looking like a normal person, I guess. He goes uh, from, ba- <laughs> yeah, but what, he goes from badass. Like, when then when the wig went on, I just didn't know what was happening. I was thinking like yeah yeah I was like is he pretend- well, I, thought- I thought he I thought he grew his hair out suddenly or something there was a Star Wars machine that did well, that for him. You see him putting on the wig okay. and it looks bad from the back because the makeup artists haven't done anything with it yet right So he's right. putting it on I'm like is he pretending to be a, a homeless man I'm like I was trying to figure- <laughs> but then and then you see him putting like um, stuff on his wrist like the bracelets and the and rings, I, I like the, the jewelry that, that you know, yeah. someone like that statue would right. have. It's all a front, right? It's all an act. It's all a front, but I was like, where is this going? It didn't even occur to me that that would somehow translate to he's running an antique shop on Coruscant. <laughs> and that that it's a front for communicating yeah. with Mon Mothma, who comes in yeah. and who oh, is like— Oh, she's great in She's this. awesome, oh, yeah. so great. And they have a conversation about what's going on. He needs money. She's having a hard time getting the money, and they have like they need to do this deal, this this mission now, of course, to rob a garrison. So it becomes a heist show. It becomes about uh, this, uh, you know, about them robbing this bank. It's a, it's a whatever it is, a, an a imperial heist, base. heist spy show yeah. kind of. And and is that I don't think that's all it is though because I think we'll get the they will 
def- they will pull off the heist in the next episode. Won't they oh, not? you think so? I don't know. I mean, oh my we have God. to kind of see. We, we, we don't wait. even know what the plan is. Like, I don't know if we have to. They have to train Andor on it. They have to tell him, or sorry, Clem. They have to train him <laughs> on it and and like figure out what you know. Like, we, we they have to set us up for some parts of it. I think they have to take us through. So maybe not this episode, but the one after that, we'll see the heist. Um, oh boy, that's but- gonna kill me waiting for that because I'm so excited to see it. I really am. Yeah, like, it's gonna be pretty cool. And, I think. and by the way, the guy from the bear whatever that actor's name is, yeah. he needs to live through the heist. He needs to make it, right? <laughs> I like him. Well, I like him in the show. I like him in The Bear. I don't know if I like him in this show Oh, no, yet. I like him in the okay. show. Yeah. I like some of those other characters we see. And there's quite yeah. the ca- cast now we have of all these different people uh, that are, you know, it's a lot of characters to keep track of. But they went through, they go through the introductions, right? And they, they take us to everybody. So we've got kind of a, a nice motley crew. Someone's going to die. You know, one of these oh, people, yes. is, at least one of these people oh, are the going to die. Probably that the kid. kid is dead. Oh, probably the kid, unfortunately, yes. Because yes. that'll give the great amount of gravitas <laughs> that's right for the survivors I yeah, think. yeah unfortunately he's so innocent yes of course um but so that's that's an interesting we get the setup that they're now and of course they're all like what the hell's going on why are you bringing this guy in here yeah and she's got to somehow explain this that was a weird situation but i guess it's because of the rebel cell right you can't know about what's going on because they keep everybody isolated if they get captured they have no information to to pass on right? right so everything's very isolated they don't know what, what where she gets her orders from right i think is what that is so um so that's fine they accept it they move on they're like well not some people don't accept it as much as others mm-hmm. uh but then they kind of start working on it and then he's like and he is capable he can do what they're wanting him to do he can fly the ship he can sneak around he can shoot yeah. he can do all he's just a man of many jack of all trades man of many talents um and he is the guy who's going to help them finish this mission what that mission is all we know is that they have to steal Credits. I guess it's going to be in the form of like maybe the bars that we've seen in the past. Those maybe. those kind of imperial pressed bars of I want to say gold pressed latinum because I've been watching a lot of Deep Space Nine, but it's not. It's uh, what do they call it? Bascar, right? That was the the. Wasn't that the stuff uh, in the that, Mandalorian? It's the Mandalorian, but what's the stuff? Remember Solo had the heist? Too? Oh, yeah. What was that? That was the stuff for like... Uh, spice. Hi- yeah. Spice? Oh, spice. There's Spice or like there's Hyper... There's yeah. all kinds of stuff they could be doing, really. But they need the... Ca- they're basically going broke and they need... The rebellion needs, it needs to be money. launched. Yeah, they using, need to they need to uh, yeah. buy all those X wings, right? They need but, to you know, fund, fund the rebellion. The single Tie Fighter flyover when he's trying making his way to the camp. That's the most terrifying, I think, Tie Fighter flyover we've ever had. That's scarier than what we saw in Force Awakens, where um, they're running from the thing shooting at them, and that's less scary than them hiding behind the rock and it's like Rah! It just comes flying over. So, I, so they did a really nice job of setting up like this is going to be a dangerous mission. Yeah, but I was I was worried because those people did such a poor job of hiding. What the hell are they mm. doing? They barely like got against the rock. They're like feet True. are sticking out. Going, what are you doing, man? Get get back! Like you, I don't know. I, they They're, should have saw them. In yeah, my mind. yeah, I agree. I agree <laughs> because I thought that I thought that the tie fighter was going to turn around. Right, right. Like, I thought I thought this. Oh, was that was, that's not good enough. No, I thought this was the beginning of their problems. <laughs> right. But I guess I mean it's probably hard to see. You can only see out that little circle. In right. The front. That's right. That's it's right. They have no peripheral, no peripheral vision in those Tie Fighters. Right. So, um, but, but but yeah, like I like I like the, how the stakes are high. Yes. And um, it's scary. And and we're back to Star Wars. The bad guys being scary. Yes. And you can talk. You can think of this as maybe the second movie. Like you think in terms of that first three episodes being like the first movie in this trilogy of this series. This could be the beginning of the second one where he's getting like he's setting up and they. They have been kind of talking in terms of films as far as these series have gone. Like they have the, th- I think they have the same person directing all of them, right? Or maybe different people yeah, directing no. now. Isn't it Tony know. Gilroy? Tony Gilroy, yeah, has been directing most of them, I think, if not all of them. 
I know somebody, somebody will Well, I guess me. we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. But, but anyway, it's been very consistent, right? And it's a very uh, consistent vision. And that was the same for the Book of Boba Fett, although they did have director, different directors yep. for that. That's yep, they did. Definitely. They made a big deal out of that. Um, so, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. What else has been – what else about well, this episode? Then they've also got, at the same time, they've got the Empire story going on. And it turns yes. out – the Empire is just a bunch of boring people with meetings and reports and timesheets. They have timesheets, I'm sure. Sure they do, but it's just like in the first movie. That meeting yeah. scene was like, this is just a callback to the first Star Wars movie where they had that meeting in the boardroom with all the things. There's just no Lord yes. Vader there to choke somebody, but that's the exact same situation. Even more bureaucratic, though. Yes. And even White, more like... White yeah. uniforms. We don't want you getting too fancy with the thinking around here. We want... We all we want is for you to deliver the reports on time, and and uh, we don't want to hear your creative thinking or your plans for something that we don't already know. And that but, actor is also somebody that's well known. I think it was that guy in Game of Thrones, the guy who plays the the commander. The, the I love main guy. that guy, and I think he. I, I looked it up while I was watching the show, and I do believe you're right. Yeah. he is from Game of Thrones. He was oh man, so good. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that whole situation. We get more characters yeah. introduced. We have this new kind of imperial character who I assume is going to. I don't know why I feel like she's going to become good. She's going to become Andor's friend at some point. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, she's being smacked down at work. Yeah, like, she's like going to be there. There, she's going to give up and and yeah. you know, flip on the uh, the Empire to give the rebellion a, a start or something there. Because they already have one guy. They have one guy who's an Imperial guard, yeah. right? He's on their on f- board, so they can flip some other people. Oh yeah, I think I do think. Although it's unknown if she. She has grand ambitions that she's going to go after independently and be successful right. doing that. Or if, in fact, she's sick of being put in her place by that uh, boss who just wants her his timesheets <laughs> delivered on time. Like at the, her, boss reports? At the, her boss at the agency needs those reports and timesheets delivered. Oh, and oh, probably yeah. it's like us at work where we need to, for reasons we've never learned, we need to sign timesheets. And um, it doesn't we, really. We don't have to no, do that anymore. No, we, not anymore, but don't tell anyone. The pandemic took that away because <laughs> we were never yeah, because, in person. Because you know, they did nothing. And that's what we knew at the time. Right, right. And this just proved yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's the Empire's version of that. Yeah. These reports do nothing, but you know, that's what you're doing here. You're delivering reports. And don't worry. Like, we'll leave the thinking to other, to higher ups kind of thing. And, yeah. and, uh, and almost like, and actually like our pal, remember our security guard pal from the previous episode? Yes. Kind of like that. Like, like you're like, he had this amb- grand ambition and he did not, he was not rewarded for that ambition. Now we do see him. We, yeah. we continue to follow him. That? So, so why do you think that is? Now we see him go back home. I don't know where he lives. Is it Coruscant? Is that supposed to be Coruscant? It looks like Coruscant. It, d- it did look like, like it. a city. It's yeah. n- definitely not the same planet he was on. It's a different planet. Yeah. Um, they and, sent him away. And he goes and he ba- has to move back in with mom. And mom has- slaps him and hugs him. He has an overbearing yeah. mother. Go figure. He has an overbearing mother. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> but but I love the fact that we see the little apartments yes. and stuff. And, yes. And I actually think that he could be on the verge of flipping. True. But but he's not competent. So no. I'm not sure we want him flipping. Yeah. Or or like once again, I think maybe like what we just said, either he's gonna he has some ambitions to prove everybody wrong, or um Maybe maybe he will join the rebellion. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I think I it's don't know. more likely he's going to try and come back and, and get revenge on Andor somehow and get into that. You know, do he's going to mess something up because of that. Like he's not. I don't think he's going to become a good guy. I don't. Is he a likable character? I don't like him at all. I think he, he's awful. No, he right. They certainly set him up to be unlikable. 
But now he's been put in his place. He's got the grand smackdown. He's got to move into his mom's basement. Like he's basically like the Uber nerd <laughs> of the show. And he has to figure out a way. And I and I would have said if we didn't see him again in that episode, we were we would never see him again. But because we did and because we followed him to his mother's place, this has to go somewhere. Yeah. I, like we're not done with him. No, I know. And it's unfortunate because yeah. I think of those characters in that in that arc, that whole yeah. beginning arc, I, he's the one I like the least. I like the other two officers better. Yeah, me too. Um, because I think they're the more interesting characters. But I guess this is the way they're they're going, right? They have to have this guy. And, and you may be right. Maybe he will flip and, and uh, become – better i don't know i, I don't know see. it's so hard to know where this could go yeah it is so again it continues to be very different not like star wars this except for the tie fighter that was really the only i mean you saw it got some speeders some more speeder stuff to, well, in this episode then we had okay so then to bring it back to the art store or the or the whatever that is the relic right yes store. he has to go and meet he talks to mon mothma yeah mon right? mothma shows up and I thought that those scenes were so claustrophobic <coughs> about, like, even though, <coughs> like, basically, even though um, they're sen- she's a senator and she's powerful and et cetera, on paper she is, she still has to watch everything she says. And you don't know, like, who's your friend and who's your enemy. And when she walks to the back of the store and they have their quick little chat she has to make sure her driver doesn't overhear yeah he's some kind of spy or something by the like yes i mean this is the empire kind of putting their fingers out into the what was formerly the republic right so we're seeing that shift this is now five years they they, again they made it clear five years before the battle of yavin so this is now i guess 13 years after the uh the final the empire took over right so it's been a while now and they're pretty firmly entrenched in this stuff so but but talk about claustrophobic and uh, not being able to say to speak freely and sort of getting the sense of what it's just like for the average you know that she's not even the average person but what it must be like um under the empire where you can't trust anybody and somebody might report you it's like allusions to like uh, soviet russia in the 80s like that kind of stuff right that that's kind of thing that was going on there maybe that's some is there somewhere around the world that's like that right now russia (laughs) russia (laughs) it's always like that Damn Mm. damn it What are you guys doing over there? Come on, Russia. Um, anyway, yeah, that's that's. And I walked <laughs> yeah. into that one. Um, there, yeah. I wonder if there's another country like that. Well, hey, they. But remember, Gorbachev showed the dearly departed Gorbachev changed things, and then it went back. Right, yeah. right. The then times they, they are back. Yeah, okay. back. Anyway, all right. What else? What else happened okay. in this? So, but and here's the thing. For my key takeaway from the episode was the scene after that, where um, the worst person. In Star Wars. It has to be. One of the worst people in Star Wars, Mon Mothma's husband. Oh, my God. What was with that guy? It's, Holy shit. It's my day of days. I want to be happy. Boo-hoo. His day of days. Right. Uh, she and th- Which she says, and by the way, Dan, do you know where day of days comes from? I'm, I, I, I'm happy to point this out. I uh, don't know. I don't remember. That is a holiday special oh, callback. Oh, yay. Where Princess Leia, at the end of the holiday special, Carrie Fisher sings the Star Wars song. Right, right. And she sings, it's a day of days in the song. And so, she, so that's where that came from. It came from the Star Wars. So that's our first, is that our first canon well, holiday <sighs> special? No, because they uh, they did it. What did they do? It. They just had something else recently. Oh, I guess. Well, I guess the the Mandalorian's gun. There's things like that. That no, there's something else I thought of recently that was that was in that special. Uh, well, it was. I mean, it's on Disney Plus, <laughs> so that's part of part of the like everything on Disney Plus is canon, isn't it? Um, so there's that. I don't know. 
It was something. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that was the animated thing. That was it. Right. They put that on Disney Plus. But anyway, sorry. No. So, yeah. But anyway, that's a – hey, there we go. We're going back to the holiday special. Last week, we wondered if they do any Star Wars references. Well, so I, that, yeah. Like any – sorry, wider universe references. Right. And so having Mon Mothma in there, they did that. I know that there's some stuff, there's some trinkets in the in the relic shop that people have been pointing out, um, et cetera. And, um, but Mon Mothma's husband – she has to divorce that guy, right? Uh, I think so. That's, well, where, that's where that's well, going. I th- yeah, or he gets, or he, or he betrays her to the empire, right? That's that's where that could go. Well, he's just he's sort of like apart from all of it. And he says, "Can't we just be happy? Can't we just uh, can't we just ha- can't we just forget about this big struggle for my day of days? Can't we just? <laughs> can't I just enjoy?" I want to know and who these people are that he ha- he invited that she hated so much. I'm like, I want to see what these people I look think, like. I think I know who one of them is. Oh, who? I believe, okay, you know, in um, the in in uh, the prequels where the emperor is stand, he's like, I'm declaring martial law, and standing next to him is that little bald lady. No, she's kind of like she looks like Sinead O'Connor, okay. sci-fi Sinead O'Connor. Okay, is no. standing next to him. I believe I might be wrong, but I believe she is one of the people named. Okay, I think it's her. Okay, I cool. I can't think of her name right now, but I believe she she names her and. Mon Mothma says, "I there's someone who I think I can trust." Bale, Bale. Ah, well, that's the Jimmy Smiths is yeah. the easy way to go. Do you think that's who it is? Well, that's, that's what I wrote here. I said, "Who's she talking about?" Bale. Yeah. So I think that must be it. Uh, I also wrote, "Nice car, Mon Mothma." Uh, oh, that was a nice car. Yeah, but like she's being limo. driven, so right. does she own it? I don't no, know. it's I know. a rental. <laughs> it's a government. It's an Uber. It's a government vehicle. It's a. It's like she has no choice. Um, I also made a note, politics is boring. Love yeah. it, because that is kind of the, the message yeah. here. But that was always part of Star Wars. The politics was always there. So they are still kind of keeping that as part of it. And it's not as boring as it once was. I'm older now, so I can understand what's going politics on. Politics <laughs> are, like, that was the big complaint about, uh, well, there's lots of big complaints about Phantom Menace. But one of them was, what a yawner. Yeah. What a, like, a trade dispute who cares yeah whatever and um so i thought it was funny it was a built-in that was them tipping their hat to the built-in star wars criticism yeah um oh sorry i just had something and i lost i was thinking about um the who's rebellion gonna show up for the dinner party who's gonna show up for the dinner party no there was something else sorry i lost it again i'll look back at what i was looking at the emperor could show up for the dinner party. oh that's true yeah um uh, Jar Jar Binks is still a senator, <laughs> I imagine. I imagine, right? Probably, probably. Oh my God! If we oh. see Jar Jar Binks in the most serious Star Wars ever be, ever made, what is going to happen? That would be awesome. Like, a, but he's broken down and he's like a, a shell of his former self because he's been in like just reeked over with the um, racked over with the uh, from the Senate, just trying to work against the evil people. <laughs> what if that's the person Mon Mothma can trust? Right, right, right. She's what if one, it's Jar Jar? One friend is Jar Jar Binks. Yes, that's right. That's what, that's what. Oh, uh, that could be, that could ruin the whole show. It could be in, a, in one hilarious swoop. It could, uh, that could ruin everything. But it could, it would be, I mean, hey, bring it on, I say, if that, if they actually have the wherewithal to work them in. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. The, um, what I got, the vibes I got from Coruscant, it wasn't those, on the oh, whole scene, all that whole part yes. with, with, with um, like, Stellan Skarsgård and that whole, it really felt like the books to me, like the, the, the you know, the extended universe or whatever you want to call it, books that yeah. we read, you know, when, when we were younger, when they came out in the 90s and that kind of stuff that we read when there was no other Star Wars. I do think that kind of felt like that. That's what that is. And, of course, all the new books carry that over, but back then... Those books were all we had. That's all. That's the only way we could get Star Wars, and I think this captures that. 
well, that did not look like the Coruscant that we know. But we've barely seen. Oh no, we saw some street scenes on Coruscant well, in uh, Attack of the Clones. Yes, yeah, Elon Slezbegano is on Coruscant, right. right? That's all. So street. it didn't look like that. It looked more like where, yeah, you know, like the government part of town, or where, um, uh, maybe more upscale, but it, but or where people just live. Um, it didn't look so much like um, the big city thing that we'd seen in uh, in the other films. Right. Like, I, I don't know. They're, it just brought it down to a street level without it necessarily being super noteworthy. Like it just looked like like when you go to another city, right. there's the tourist part, and then there's the part just where a neighborhood or whatever, and that just looks like a neighborhood. And I guess that's you know we're in a different part of Coruscant than right. we've seen before. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like me too. that we saw that. Yeah. I like to see all the all the different lifestyles we see on display yeah. in the show are really fun. So yeah, it's good. I'm loving it. It's gonna be you know keep going. Uh, I love else? the intrigue, and then and there's only one big groaner for me in the whole show, and that was when the show ended. And I was like, "You're t- you are you telling me we're not doing the heist? Come on!" Like I was ready. Oh, I knew that wasn't gonna come in this episode. I honestly don't think it's gonna be in the next episode. I think oh, it's be like damn. it might be the finale. It might be like what? the end of the thing. No, no, no way. No, isn't it twelve episodes? There's no way that can go another. Well, they said it takes. It says three days, right? They have this plan, so we get to see this whatever oh. this spe- spectacle is. They said the eye opens up, whatever that right. is, and so we get to see this. And so they said it's three days away. So maybe it will be the next episode because the three days could pass yeah. and that we could be there, or we could get three more episodes, one per day. No, this, they're gonna go twenty-four on us. Um, no, it's gonna be. Um, I don't know. I just I think that they want to p- play this out a little bit longer. We might get it next episode. It depends on how long the episodes are. They've been wi- varying wildly, yeah. right? Anywhere from a 30 minutes to 50 minutes. Um, it's, if it's 50 minutes, I can't guarantee I can get it in in the morning. <laughs> I know, well, I'm the same way. If, it's over, like, if it goes over an hour, then I'm really messing yeah. with, with getting to school on time. Yeah. I, I, I think it still can be done, but it's probably not recommended. Like, note to the makers of the Lord of the Rings series, this oh. is keep it under an hour. That's oh. what you should be trying to do. Otherwise, you're just making movies at this point. And that's what they're making over there. Every one of those episodes is at least an hour and ten minutes at least. I'm, as, you know, whatever. No, and I, I'm with you on that. Like, keep it sh- – like, hey, I like the 40-minute episode as a sweet spot probably. I love the length of the episode. I just didn't – I was just – ready for i want i thought we'd see the thing at least like show us where yeah the gonna... base it would have been nice to see the base or set it up somehow might. true that's that that would be good but oh well I'll, I'll wait anyway it's still gonna be a fun scene whenever we see it something's gonna go wrong he's gonna have to step in you know they, i mean they've already kind of told us what's gonna happen right so we just have to see it play out but i'm sure something will something will unexpected will take place and we're gonna get the the solar thing that yeah. they talked yeah. about this and that's guy, gonna yeah. be interesting i think That'll we're leading beautiful. up to a big set piece okay which um i'm looking forward to but it it can the show continues to be surprising mm-hmm. it continues to be gritty um it's slow moving i guess but it's also very um absorbing like i'm not i don't I'm not. I don't watch the show and think this is boring. Mm-hmm. How about you? No, not at all. It goes. I feel like it goes by. I'm, I'm completely in, invested in it, and I did. Like I said, watch it. Watching it twice was not a chore. I'm like, okay, let's watch it again. Like I was like, yeah, let's let's go back in there and see what happened because you do pick up on stuff sure. the second time around, and it's just it is you know more enjoyable. So yeah, yeah. I I, I really like the tone of this, and I think I wonder how it's doing in like ratings wise. I how guess do we, we know that? Notes. I know. Well, sometimes they say, like, remember they said Obi Wan Kenobi is the most watched premiere in Disney Plus. They always say history, that, though. But yeah, well, they do, I guess. Because they hyped it up. 
But I, I hope that this is doing well because I think this might be very important to the over, where, where Star Wars goes from here. Right. Well, think about the next. Again, this is the this is the most non Star Wars Star Wars we've had, right? But now we're going to go back into Rogue. What's it called again? Rogue Squadron. The name of that movie coming out next year? Ah, uh, it's not coming. It's off the list. Again. Oh, is it? Oh man, yeah. why can't they get that stuff going? No, what's ro- going on? Rogue Squadron's off the list again. Maybe one day it'll get made, but maybe it'll just be a Disney Plus show at this point. I don't. I don't mind to tell you the truth. As long, hey, they're giving me great Star Wars. Um, and way more of it than we ever could have expected. So I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm I'm fine with it just being on Disney Plus. I don't. I know. I know there's some folks who miss the cine- the cinematic experience going to the theater, but I'm not mm-hmm. one of them. I, I I hey, I love being able to see it when it comes out. I um yeah, it's the I think the theater going experience is not what it was, and we'll have to have a no. conversation about that at some point. I have gone. I'm gonna go this month for sure because I'm doing my horror movie marathon right. again as I do every year. So um so follow me on TikTok if you want to follow with that. But um so I will be going to see something in the theater. I'm sure. Probably not the Halloween movie though. <laughs> but uh, but uh, for the, so I'll I'll report back on my experience. But it has not been great the last couple of times. Um, okay, well, yeah. So this happened? is well, it was just it's just like stale popcorn. It's like all the worst stuff you can imagine. Um, and and we when we go in for something like you know it's, it's typical. They're so used to being dead when they when the movie comes out that everybody wants to see. Like the Thor movie was when I saw that last time. That they're just ill prepared for the the crowds kind of thing. Right, um, right. It's a it's it's the whole movie going experience has taken a hit over the last yes for theaters for sure. Uh, okay, so it says Rotten Tomato. I just have to Rotten Tomatoes ratings, which is eighty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is higher than both Obi Wan eighty two and Book of Boba Fett, which was sixty six. What the hell? That's too low. What the no. hell, people? That's stupid. That is stupid. Um, and what, what's the Mandalorian at? Mandalorian was um, didn't say what what the hell? Oh, ninety seven percent. Ninety no ninety three percent. Ah, ninety three for the Mandalorian. So it's it's this is not a accurate highest since the Mandalorian. That's what it says. Oh. I guess that's accurate to say. Um, so there you go. It's so people like it. People like it. Seems like it's doing well. But I I I think people the people who are watching it are really liking it. I don't think there's a lot there's a broader knowledge among people that this is out there though. I think it's it's strangely seems underhyped. Yes, I agree. It is I very much so. It is n- nobody like there's not a lot of talk on TikTok about it. There's not a lot of like just general people talking about it. So, yeah, it's just getting cuz it's not like Star Wars that we all know there's no Luke Skywalker or Chewbacca or any of the characters we know. People are not, you know, attaching themselves to to it. I don't want this to be like solo where the movie comes out, we enjoy the movie. People now are like going, oh, that was really good. Like, Solo's a good movie, and it is a good movie. But people kind of didn't know it was out. They got confused between it and the pr- previous movie. They didn't like the recasting of uh, Harrison Ford. And, and, you know, there's all this stuff that came into play. And now and then they're like, okay, we're not doing those side movies anymore. Yeah, and, and I kind of like, like, oh my I God. like where those are going, right? But yeah. I guess that's, I mean, that is what the, this became. Those side right. movies, like the Boba Fett, they were going to do a Boba Fett movie and then it became the Book of Boba Fett. So, right. so this is like, they're just kind of taking those ideas and making them into series. And which is fine by me as yep. long as we get to see them. But I don't want this experiment with tone to be, be an unsex, unsuccessful experiment because if it is, then we're never going to get this again. We're never going to get anything yeah. that veers from the Star Wars that we already know. Yeah. And I loved Obi-Wan Kenobi, but that is like the Star Wars we've always known. 
that that storyline. Yes. Yeah. I like the fact that we're um, getting into the and like there's so much money that must have gone into Andor just when you just watch oh, the show. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, it's very high quality yeah. and yeah, it's so much like so much detail and so much different things that we haven't seen before in Star Wars, right? So it's it's just very well done. Uh, and yeah, maybe they're doing like a safe one and then a not safe one. Maybe they'll go that way and say, or maybe they'll do like a Pixar used to do like they had a formula, like a couple of original ideas and then one sequel or something like that. Cause, cause they know the sequels will make money. So they always right. do something that will make money. So they are going to come out with something like what's the next, what's the next series coming out for, um, Star Wars. Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, Mandalorian in March. Yeah, I guess so. But is there a new series coming out? There's the Ahsoka series. Oh yeah. When's that? Uh, um, that'll probably be after that. Yeah. Okay. There's a few more. Or things maybe I'm wrong. Out. Maybe not. I think it will though, just because we've we've got a, f- a full Mandalorian trailer and not an Ahsoka trailer. Right. Right. Okay. So probably Mandalorian, then maybe Ahsoka, and we've got the Acolyte. Well, the I Mandalorian is, is the safe thing. That's the thing that's going to make everybody well, people happy. People already know they love it. Yes. And so, we do so love it. That's we'll get that yeah. coming out. They'll love that, and then yeah. they'll go, go. Maybe Ahsoka will be like experimental again, and it'll be cool. But I don't think it, it shouldn't necessarily have the same tone as Andor. It just should have a different tone, a different something yeah. different from Star Wars. That's what I like most about Andor is that it's different yeah. from the other things that we've seen so so far. Well, in the other ones they're going after like the grand galaxy. There's a plan. In the whole galaxy. And I think with Mandalorian and Ahsoka, we'll head toward the Thrawn. Yep. The, the, uh, I think that's where this is all going. Yep. It's just some some team up. It's going to be great. It's going to be like the first Avengers or something when it wasn't. <laughs> we'd never seen that before. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's where that's going. But I like that. I don't think. And I, I don't know what I think. Like last week we said, are we going to see anything from Star Wars? And of course, Mon Mothma is a pretty big name. But it's still not like the like the Imperials look different. They're not like the dark Imperials. They have yeah. white uniforms. So they're making it very much I think they're making an effort to make it look not like Star Wars. Well, Even with the Star Wars stuff. Is Krennic Krennic war white? Is he around there? He's yeah, I don't know, but they, they, hey, like, there was a reference to Scarif in this episode, right? right? And Minban. Yes. Yes, yes, so both like from other movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. So so we're getting some of that and I looked, I watched one YouTube vi- video on um, the the mysteries in the antique shop. Twenty one things you twenty one things you missed in the antique shop. Yeah, oh or? yeah, twenty one things you missed. No, I and did it not. was all but no, but it was all like this could be this and that could be that, <sighs> and this is this is a, a Indiana Jones reference. Like it's there, there's world between worlds reference, like all this stuff, and it's like you know what? It's just in this little museum. We're not getting world between worlds on this. Uh, Indiana Jones is not strolling through a set in in, in Andor. It's not happening. No, sorry, but but most people go over the, go, go off the deep end on this. Well, stuff. Well, it's because of ETs in the in the scene in oh. the set there. That one so, one shot of the ET aliens. We, they think it all exists in real life. We, or in the in the, that movie, we could see ET. In the front. <laughs> we could because it is canon. Know, that's right. Yeah. It's canon, and we have seen it. But I don't think we're gonna see them. Like E.T., we had Wookiees, we had like all those alien species in their own little pods yeah. and stuff and yelling and screaming and cheering. We have no reason to believe we're going to see that Senate chamber other than what we've seen in the um, in the trailer, which is empty. It's empty. I think, is it? Oh, okay. It? I don't remember. But can I mean, we no, from, we, can, we can see a, a Senate session. We? I think we, we, no, I don't know about the trailer, but I think it's possible that but we would see it. In the trailer, I think you see Mon Mothma walk into there, but I don't think there's anybody in there. Oh, okay. I think it's empty. Well, maybe she just gets to work early. I'm <laughs> But you know what? The more, the more I'm thinking about this, the more I think the Emperor could be in this. Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely possible. As uh, much as he was in Obi-Wan. Yeah. 
just quick. Yeah, just a scene, just one thing about yeah. him, and and that's it. Like just to bring bring the weight of everything down on something. Um, yeah, it's definitely a possibility. What what storyline do you like better, the political intrigue or the heist? I like the heist better, to oh. be honest. I'm more interested in the heist. I like I love heist movies. I think that uh, it's going to be fun seeing. Like I like the again the, the, going back to Solo, the train robbery was a great scene. Anything like that, even the even the um, the Kessel yeah. Run was a great scene. Yeah, stuff like that. This, that's what this is going to be like, and I really really love that. So it's going to be like you know, all, everybody has a different plan. It's like Mission Impossible. Everybody has a different job to do. Yeah, and then one of them is going to fail, and Andor is going to step in and do that job, and then someone's going to betray them. You know, somebody's going to betray them. Oh, you think there's a dirty rat? In I there. think so. In that set, in that oh. group of seven, yeah, I think there's one. Oh of them. no, it's going to be the guy from the bear. And then he's gonna die. Then he's gonna die. Yes, cousin cousin Richie is gonna die. I want him to live. I do because I think (laughs) I think he has. I think that actor has a lot to offer. Oh, he's an excellent. I mean, in the bear, he he's uh, incredible. And that show, I still have. I still a couple episodes left, but it's been so good. Uh, I didn't. I was resistant to it. I'm like, oh. Oh, everyone. Whenever anybody raves about a show, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just calm down. It's a yeah. show, but it really is very good. <laughs> well, I see. When I heard about it, I was like, I don't want to watch some stupid show about um, making dishes at a restaurant in Chicago. I thought it was like your basic Chef Ramsay, right, right, right. Yeah, uh, whatever in Chicago. And I was like, oh, it's fictional. And I was like, okay, well, that's different. And then you watch the first episode, and you're like, no, wait a sec. This is actually good. It's good. <laughs> It really is. Uh, yeah. And yeah. it's great. And by the end of it, it's great. Yeah. It's a great show. And I think, um, I wish we knew the actor's name, but I think the guy from Andor is in line. I think he will quite likely be nominated for an Emmy. M- not for Andor at this point, but I think just for, for the, the bear. bear. Yeah. But let's see what happens on Andor because I'm hoping that he has a bigger role. Maybe he does. I, it's, it just was weird. Again, I tell yeah. you, I, I watched, I was just watching three yeah. episodes of the bear. All right, let's switch to something else. Let's go to Andor. And it was like, what? You got to be kidding guy. me. Same guy. And then, that, I mean, that happens all the time to me now because I've been watching things like I watched Twin Peaks and the, the father from Twin Peaks was in Star Trek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And all these like 80s. Right. Actors crossing over into different things. Like, that's kind of, you see that quite a bit when you watch a lot of media from the same era. Yeah. So, there's an interesting, we can go down that thread another day. Um, oh, what else? Anything great. else before we wrap up today? No, I just, I really like where Andor is going. As I say, the only grown moment was, no, it's over, which is a good sign because it means you want more. Right. And I can't wait for this week. Are there any other weeks where we're getting more than one episode? I have no idea. They, no they, idea what they planned. They did produce a schedule. That I did not look at. No. I'm like, yeah, every week. But then now I'm wondering if we are going to get some weeks where there's more than one. I hope. Maybe at the end. Maybe they'll do oh. a final. Maybe the last episode will be like an hour, two hours long like they did with Stranger Things. How am I supposed just to like, watch that before school? I don't know. <laughs> come on, guys. All right. Well, uh, we'll see what's happening. We'll come back next week and talk about it. That's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Dadabonker. I'm Kenzo Larson. Don't let the force hit you on the ass. I'm taking an awful risk, man. This had better work. Where did you dig up that old fossil? That's no moon. No, I am not.